Welcome, friends, to another episode of Quest for You, my podcast that takes you on a journey to your highest potential. With simple strategies and easy to implement practices, this podcast focuses on helping you make small changes that prepare you for the bigger ones that you are currently struggling to make. Especially today, you will want to stay tuned in. I have a few really simple tools that will help you get your important tasks done. Many of my listeners have shared with me that Quest for You helps them make better decisions in their daily lives. And if you're listening right now and enjoy this podcast, I would be delighted if you share it with one friend. If you are benefiting, so will someone else. And you will never know how much someone may need one of the messages I share in this moment of their lives. So please, pass it on. Share the message. You can forward this episode to your friend. You can also share it on Instagram with all your friends. Instagram is my social media platform of choice. Janine underscore QFY. I published my episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I want to support your journey and be there for you with the right tools and inspiration to keep you moving forward. Soon, I want to start interviews, sharing with you stories of other people on their quest for you. Maybe it's your story that I want to share. You never know. But let's get to today's episode. It's episode 492. I want to talk about the important topic of distractions today. Not for the first time, but I want to cover it again because it is so important. There is a common misperception out there that I probably have bought into to a certain degree as well. That our modern world is to blame that we are more distracted than ever. Does our world offer more opportunities to be distracted? Yes to that. But we are the ones that allow ourselves to be distracted. So in my mind, the answer is not to blame our world. The answer is to become smarter in our world. Even if Facebook were to go away out of business, LinkedIn, Instagram and all the other apps we spend so much time on suddenly disappear. I don't think we would be any less distracted. We would just find something else to be distracted by. According to the American psychology's definition, distraction is one, the process of interrupting attention, and two, a stimulus or task that draws attention away from the task of primary interest. In other words, distractions are outside stimuli that cause us to stop doing whatever we're currently doing or what we're planning on doing. I see two main problems with distractions. Yes, there are more opportunities for distractions, but that's not the problem. One issue is that we are often not aware that we're being distracted. And the resulting action here is that we need to become aware to the distractions in our life. And I will get into that shortly. And the second issue I see is that our level of distractibility is related to our level of ambition. I believe that the more we are driven to achieve something, the less likely we get distracted because we simply don't allow it. And I will talk about this as well. Both issues are related. And I'll give you some simple tools and strategies that will help with them. Unless we have something we really need to get done, we are often not aware that we are distracted. Yet we can learn to become aware. Recall the definition 
a stimulus or task that draws attention away from the task of primary interest. The television doesn't pull us away from our project unless we turn it on. Amazon doesn't pull us into a shopping spree unless we go to the website. Distraction may knock all day long, yet we are the ones opening the door. Back to our two problems. One, because we may not be aware we are opening the door. And two, we're not ambitious enough to pursue the task of primary interest. I believe we all have things we want to accomplish or do more of. These may be simple projects at home or at work, time with special people, or we want to do something for ourselves. I want to do more in all three of these areas, and I'm sure you do too. At home, I really want to go through my closet and clean out clothes I no longer want or need. Then I have a list of people I would love to see and spend time with, and I really would like to learn French for myself. Can you come up with one thing you're itching to do at home or at work, with others, and for yourself? Think about it for a moment. Now, let's figure out what is holding us back from getting these things done. And the key question here I have is this. How important is it to you? If it's not important, then our level of ambition to go after it won't be very high. It has to matter. Spending more time with your kids, cooking a healthy dinner instead of eating out every night, getting into shape. Lots of people have goals similar to these, but unless these objectives become important, they won't get done. My first tool will help you make it important. It's easy. Make it a goal. Pick one thing you want to get done and make it a goal. Write it down, post it on social media or tell your friends, but firm it up somehow. Commit to it, just like when you're accepting a job offer. Okay, now you have a primary task that needs to get done. Now you actually have something that allows you to notice distractions. If you remember, this is our first issue. Because unless something matters, nothing matters. Why do so many people get distracted at work? Surfing the web or chatting away with co-workers for hours? Most likely because their work doesn't matter to them. The tasks that they're doing are not challenging enough, not interesting enough, or whatever other reason there is. Research has shown over and over again that engagement at work increases when people care. So, your goal is written down. Now, tool number two. It needs a deadline. It needs some kind of date by when you want to have it accomplished. I work closely with a woman who is getting married in November. She shared this with me at the beginning of this year. We talk about it more frequently now because there isn't much time left. November is around the corner. And she shared with me all the tasks that she still has to do. I asked her how she tracks everything and she said she has a big list at home on her fridge. What do you think? Will she get them all done? I think she will. We're talking about her wedding. Of course she will get them done. The wedding is her primary task. It's the one that truly matters. It's a goal and it has a deadline. Life sometimes sets these deadlines for us. Tax day is a deadline. Or we set our own deadlines because we have to. Maybe a test we want to take so we can become certified. Or a trip we're planning that requires certain preparation. 
maybe a marathon or other sporting event that requires training. However, outside of major events like these, many people don't set goals with deadlines anymore. But that also means they live in a constant state of distraction. Endless hours of TV and social media, flip-flopping from one task to another and not accomplishing anything of importance. When, as we have shown, we all have things that we want to do more of, but they need to be spelled out and memorialized. Maybe it starts with a sticky note on your fridge. Many people don't even do that. I work with another woman whose sister is getting married next March. At some point I noticed she wasn't eating. I didn't see her eat breakfast or lunch. She was at her desk all day and I never saw her eat a thing. After a couple of days I asked her and she said she needs to lose weight for the wedding. I didn't say anything, but I have fasted before and fasting is not a weight loss strategy. It has many other benefits and it can drop weight dramatically over a short period of time, but it's not a long-term strategy. And sure enough, Days later, I saw her eating again, not healthy, randomly, and a lot. A goal with a deadline beckons for a strategy. I will not go into strategies on this episode because we're talking about distractions. I will, however, give you my third tool that can help you build your own strategy. And that's a calendar. I know so many people that don't use calendars outside of work. They may have a to-do list. But unless you plan out your days and weeks, you allocate time for your to-dos, the chance of hitting your goal deadline is slim, especially for major projects. Now I talked about my moleskin calendar in detail on previous episodes. For a goal that matters, you need a calendar. Spending time with your kids doesn't sound like it should require a calendar to get it done, but if it's not happening now, most likely it needs a calendar. A calendar allows you to block out time for your primary tasks. A strategy is important, but first you need to make time so you can execute your strategy. A goal with a deadline planned out in a calendar now gives you a primary task. Something important that matters. Let's repeat this. Most people don't get this far. And then they wonder why they cannot lose weight, manage to cook dinner, or accomplish any of their other goals. The goal and the deadline create the container, and the calendar facilitates the activities to reach the goal. Now we have something to get done. It's 5.30 p.m., and we're ready to hit the kitchen to prepare our meal because that's what we've planned. In our calendar, we set aside two hours to do so. But work was really tough today, and getting up from the couch where we sat down 30 minutes earlier to rest suddenly is not so easy anymore. So we think about it. Dinner cooking probably won't take two hours. We can always eat later. And we turn on the TV. Just one episode of our favorite Netflix show. There's distraction. And before we know it, we're eating cereal yet again for dinner because it's too late to cook. And we are hungry. Distraction. But this time, not randomly. This time it will plague us with guilt and a sense of failure because we specifically had a plan to do it and we didn't. And now we may wonder why. Why did we stay in front of the TV for hours? 
while our goal has not been accomplished, we do have awareness, and awareness leads to learning. Without the goal and the time specifically set aside, we may never really question our distractions. With questions begins the search for answers. You'll need to ask yourself the hard questions. Why is sitting on the couch watching Netflix more important than getting your goal complete? Only when we ask can we discover. But know this. Our behaviors are directed by triggers from our environment, but also from our internal feelings. Our emotional state affects our motivation. So start digging for those emotions. Food or social media is often used to pacify turbulent emotional states. Start by noticing what distracts you and then figure out where it's coming from. Remember, something inside you triggers you to go to the fridge or reach for the remote. These are distractions, but you are allowing them in your life. Usually, we go to a place of comfort because we are trying to avoid discomfort. So find out what it is you're trying to avoid. There's no need to blame the food or the devices or the video games. Start with you. Find out why you decided to stay on the couch instead of cooking the meal that you purchased all these ingredients for. Once you have identified the internal triggers, you can then start to control your environment, your external triggers. You remove the foods that you're trying to avoid. You sign up in a gym that's on the way home and you have your clothes packed with you. You prep your meals on Sunday so the food is ready when you're too tired during the week to cook. Or you look at meal deliveries. There are endless hacks that are just as easy to implement as it is to fall prey to distractions. Again, once you are aware of your distractions, you will begin to come up with creative ideas to avoid them. I watched my climbing partner the other day when we sat in our favorite taco place after a long day of climbing. He ordered a to-go box with his food and he started packing up half of his plate before he even started eating. When I asked him why, he said he didn't want to eat too much. Smart hack. I can spend an entire episode going over hacks that I have played with and used daily to control my distractions. But these won't do any good if you're not even aware of what pulls you away. The key to managing distractions is to become aware of them. Another evening in bed, surfing Instagram instead of reading a few pages in the book that you can't seem to finish? Yep, that's me almost every night. I am aware of the distraction, yet I can't seem to let it go. So I have to do the work and find out what the need is. Just thinking out loud here with you, I'm probably too tired, so my willpower is low. I want to read, but surfing and scrolling through Instagram is easier. It's my comfort zone. I could look for ways to make it harder to use my phone in bed and easier for me to reach for the book. For example, I could leave the phone in another area of the room. That would also help me get out of bed when the alarm goes off instead of hitting the snooze button. Maybe I'll give it a try tomorrow. What are you going to try tomorrow to start being less distracted? Instead, take consistent steps into the direction of your goals. Remember, first, identify a primary task that matters to you. Firm it up, write it down. And then, as it's on your mind and you're trying to pursue it and you will fail at it, 
Like I have failed at everything I've started. In the beginning, it's normal. You fail, but you become aware. And slowly as you increase your awareness, that's how you begin to manage your distractions. Share your feedback with me. Share your goals. Share what you are working on. I would love to. Then share your stories on this podcast so others can benefit from it. And don't forget, share this episode with someone you love, admire, or want to be closer to. It may help them in ways we cannot even imagine. Maybe it will get them to reach one of their important goals in life. Much love.